previously on the Dragons Not Included podcast. There was another way down, do you remember? In the other room, the ladies' room. Well, if anyone falls, I can catch them. What are you for? I'll catch myself. I'm gonna start swinging. Anyway, I started swinging. Uh, uh, have we already done the speech about surrendering? You have a chance to surrender. I would advise taking it. She hits really hard. Nice hit. Just aim a little bit to the left next time. You might do a bit more damage. It's the big crab claw. It threw me off. Do you have any responses to what I'm about to do to you, which is badly attack you, because this is fed by declaring that I have to attack you? You will die. I shoot him in the throat. And he just goes, uh, honestly, I don't like it in this tribe. They're weird. <laughs> they kill people. Let me go. I'll never come back, please. You're at 12. Of 14. Yeah. Twiggy boy. Helpless. Hands is up like a prepped kung fu position. I'm not going to question that because he, who knows? He probably knows kung fu. I sorted a play once. So you finally come. A glaive made of pure force appears behind Elven. Oh, I hate this lady already. Priscilla, I presume. I heard my death would fetch a pretty penny from you. I see my reputation has preceded me. You'll find nothing here but your deaths. Turn away now while you still have the chance. Hey, we're meant to be telling you to give up. Then I will cast a spell. A burst of colour explodes out, hopefully blinding them. Well, he just falls unconscious, dropping everything. Uziel, what do you think I pay you for? You said you're supposed to be the best. He lied. asleep. Two things happen. I definitely hit. And I, I think I now have to roll to confirm because that was an at 20. You said your reputation preceded you, madam, but before five minutes ago, I never heard of you even once. Why, hello there, weary traveller. Put your boots up, pour a nice cup of tea, and join us once again for the tale of Dragons Not Included, a tabletop role-playing game podcast where we're playing Pathfinder, Wrath of the Righteous. As usual, I'm the brewmaster, Stephen, and I'll be pouring your drinks and telling you the tale. I'm Joe, and I'm playing Scrutiny. Unfortunately, I don't have a drink at my side, but uh, in lieu of that, I'll be playing a Illusionist Unchained Rogue. Great greetings, everyone. I'm David, and I shall be playing Faithful Teetotaler and Palsen of Iamide, Elden Aegis. <laughs> well, hello there. My name is Rowan. I will be playing Istra, the 100% human cavalier. Hi, my name is Dan, I play Hans. The guy who came in and ordered a Frappuccino six hours ago and hasn't left yet and is still on his phone. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I see we're spicing yeah, up the intro. And as 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 a as a Brit, I only drink tea. I I don't drink coffee. That's just a fact. Coffee is horrid. I, I, I don't even... Uh, even all British yeah. people are allergic to coffee, to our American yeah. viewers. Uh, we burst out into hives and set on uh, fire. I actually, I actually <laughs> really enjoy chai. Chai is very good. Chai? Nice. I, I'm, I'm, I'm a simple <laughs> man. I go for a builder's breakfast. Builder's tea. Builder's breakfast is a different thing. <laughs> also very British. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm partial to Earl Grey myself. Oh, oh I, o- I only drink WD-40. <laughs> well, um... We, I, I must state that we do not support because people... Because I only drink molten plastic. It is, <laughs> it is an ethically questionable action. It's staring at the bottom of my tea mug after last episode, just <laughs> taking a sip and sighing, just... 
Oh, was I, a fight that the fight that could have been that never was. Yeah, I have a weird feeling that didn't go quite as you thought it would. No, uh, no. Just gotta <laughs> run with it sometimes. Uh, yeah, I mean, you guys have been fighting like random encounters and bugs and you know henchmen, and I was like, ah, the first sort of. It's fine. I'm sure you'll have your own back eventually. Up. I'm going to enjoy this. <laughs> I'm going to savor it like a, a fine meal, and then crit, crit. Wham, bam, thank you, ma'am. She's gone. <laughs> to I be mean, fair, she did seem pretty cool. Yeah, she had some nice stuff like um, Shield of... Uh, not Shield of Faith. Although she did have Shield of Faith. Yeah. <laughs> uh, spiritual weapon, of course, where you can summon a manifestation of your deity's weapon to attack your opponents. That, <laughs> that dealt with Elden, if I could mm. hit him, if my rolls were any better. <laughs> She had some uh, fun abilities, you know, uh, regular Inquisitors, so like Hans has taken an Inquisitor archetype, it replaces some of the normal abilities. She was just a regular straight-up Inquisitor, so she had the Judgment ability, so you can get the Judgment of Smiting to give you plus damage, or the Judgment of Healing, which she used later on to gain fast healing one. Uh, but she had a fun feat from one of the later expansions, which was Favored Judgment, so she could pick a favored enemy type and get bonuses to fighting them. Ooh. Which is, uh, why was it aiming at uh, mainly Elden, though Hans did provoke that, that attack opportunity. <laughs> uh, yeah, so she could, have been, she could have been quite dangerous to uh, Elden and obviously Istro, who was 100% a human. Yeah, exactly. Totally <laughs> worth it. You know, say Things are easy, come, easy go. And I mean, in her case, really say more. Mm. Absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. There'll be other battles ahead, and there's lots of fun villainy installed for me to enjoy. It is Milano. We will not let you go. Yay! <laughs> oh, I look forward to it. <laughs> Yay! Well, Spoken like a true DM. Certainly. And many more opportunities for us to die. I don't know about you guys, but I'm just going <laughs> to live forever. <laughs> an ambition to live up to. Uh, Hopefully. Probably not. Well... Let's see how long that lasts when we start the episode. So, last time, you fought uh, a pair of cultists and then decided to double back to make sure you hadn't missed anything and to stop enemies from flanking you. Mm -hmm. You encountered more of the Mongol men traitors. You dispatched them quite efficiently. I believe one was cleaved in half. Whoops. Peace was never an option. Yeah, and I'm the bad guy. <laughs> that was a luckily placed hit. You, went for, you were going for intentionally low blows. It's not low blows when you're a dwarf. Yeah, that's true. He has a point. You investigated, you found a foul kitchen, uh, which you promptly avoided everything in there because you knew they had a tendency for cannibalism. Yep. And you mm. found a small bedroom in the north chamber. There you approached someone who had been foreshadowed, a worshipper of Baphomet called Hosilla, 
and her tiefling bodyguard. You immediately uh, took out the tiefling bodyguard, he, who you struck with a color spray, and he was taken out of the fight in the first round. And then two well-placed critical hits to Hosilla took her down before she put up much of a fight. Sometimes as a GM, you've got to learn to just let go of the things you love. Sometimes you have a fun encounter that you're so excited to run, and then your players just destroy it immediately. Super, such as, Springsteen, blinded by the light. Such is <laughs> the way of the dice. It yeah. is the way of the die. Also, not going to lie, Color Spray is really good low level. <laughs> it oh, is. yeah. So it is it really ridiculous is. low level as well. Um, be glad. Remember, the, uh, remember that uh, crazy dwarf guy you met? Oh, yeah. He nearly cast that on you if Scrutiny didn't shoot him. <laughs> I'm so glad I took his book away. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yes, I did. you did hand that book over, didn't you? Yes. Yeah. Yes. yes. That was uh, way back in episode five. When I found out you were a wizard. You oh. just haven't had time to sit down and learn any yes, them, really. But now we'll get back to this cavern. You've just defeated the, the Inquisitor of Baphomet, Hosilla and incapacitate her bodyguard. We'll pick up from there. Oh, well, that was more effective than I was expecting. Hmm. Well, well, the amount that they talked her up, I thought she'd be more of a challenge. I think it's because she was in a corner of a small room with only one entrance that we all piled in. I could have been it. Equally, um... Uh, look, let's not uh, think on this too much. Uh, it's, it's an idea to um, uh, maintain our momentum, so to say. What are we doing with him? Uh, and well, Eldon points to the unconscious. He's a tiefling, right? Yeah. The unconscious tiefling on the floor. We have an opportunity not to kill someone, which is Hands something I'd like to away. Because it's last week, he probably would have forgotten. Um, his name, that Hosilla called him, was Uziel. Well, well, how about, uh, well, he is a cultist and he's probably done some horrible things, but that doesn't mean he can't pay for his debts. Let's just uh, tie him up for a moment and wake him up and have a chat with him. All yeah. right, I've got my rope. Let's go. Um, uh, Eldon will get his rope out and start tying up the unconscious tiefling. How much rope do you have? It's the, it's the same one. You've already... Always uh, recycle. I thought we used <laughs> that on the thing last time, um, getting up in. one time used. Hmm? says recycle. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, I'm also going to take his weapons out of, like, I'm going to... Oh, yeah, he dropped He dropped them when he got hit with the colour spray. There are a couple of short swords lying on the floor, and he does have a light crossbow on his belt. Yeah, just going to pat him down, like, let's get any r- knives, extra, f- just get it all off him. There we go. So as the mm. the blinding lights and hit the back of his eyelids because, you know, fade away. Yeah. And he uh, comes to, he's tied up, and he sees you four and the others sort of poking through the doorway, staring at him. Oh, hello. Hmm. Seems I've been captured. Yes. Yes, you have. Very well. I see you've defeated Hosilla. Eldon glances over to the, the very dead corpse of Hosilla. Oh, Istra's going to kind of shuffle in front and just like, <laughs> just, just a little bit hide her out of view. Indeed. You seem to have caught on very quickly. That's very good. 
Now You tend to in my line of work. Excellent. Sharp-witted one. Now, ideally, we want um, we want you to repent your ways and um, well, go live a full life, find a farm, that sort of thing. Are you going to make that difficult, or are you going to take this um, take this blessing and turn a new leaf? I had no particular loyalty to the cult of Baphomet. I was paid for my services, and I did them to the best of my abilities. It seems Hosella underestimated you. Mm. Hey, what did you know about what happened, like, upstairs in, like, the city? Hmm. I was not privy to all of her plans, but I did know she was ordered to wait out the devastation on the city above down here. And that you she- are perfectly fine to sit, stand by while that occurred. What I was paid to do. You must have Wait. been paid a. Seems like a mercenary kind of folk. Wait, you said she was ordered. Yes. Do we I know? I do not do know who from. Oh, okay. Well, she just came to this band of strange creatures. She killed their leader and took control. Mm. Mm. Oh well. Next time a genocide is declared, could you please inform inform the correct authorities? He just gives you a sort of blank stare. I I don't think he cares about anything other than money. Seems like a mercantile kind of guy. I like him. Hans, I think um I think your services are required. Oh, right. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I will. Don't brand him. Don't brand him. I mean, it might um, it might be encouragement to live a fuller uh, life. Uh, um, he, he seems he seems not beyond such uh, concepts. He just needs the proper motivation. Uh, mm, mm, let's let's work that one out first. Excuse me. What is your name again? Uziel. Uziel. Right. Do you have a particular deity of mind? I care not of the trifle of the gods. Yeah, enough. And you are mercantile in nature, is that correct? That would be correct. Yeah, enough. So, here is today's bargain for you. You get to live. You get to go, and you get to go away from this situation and wipe your hands of the whole thing. You understand that's very rare for people in your line of work. He nods. Do you understand this incredible debt that you will rack up because of this opportunity? Eldon, seeing where this is going, is going to leave the room. (laughs) He just sort of... He is sort of taciturn and nonplussed to this whole spiel you're giving him. He asked a question. It is polite manners to answer. I do not know. I simply was paid for a job, and I fulfilled my contract. Well, we're talking about a new contract. Indeed. Well, you have me tied up here. I'm interested. You have great potential, Uziel. I think my particular deity would be quite pleased to 
have you on side, if that makes sense. At the end of the day, the debt collector wishes all debt to be reclaimed. He nods. Anyway, you may not understand why I'm asking you these questions or anything of that nature, but in the future, I think Drangvit will guide you in a better way of life. However, to do that, um, I'm going to untie his hands. Okay. And I'm going to take my gloves off. This is an opportunity. Shake my hand and accept this deal and we'll let you go. Or you stay here and we find authorities to hand you over to and you'll be labeled a cultist and they will deal with you accordingly. He sort of looks around the room, seeing that his options are slim. Very well, then. And he offers you his hand. I grab his hand and I shake and I cast Brand. <laughs> ah. Um, unlike the other scarring ones, uh, when he pulls it back, it's actually just a simple, almost like a tattoo of a very intricate symbol of Drangvit on his heart, uh, palm of his hand. Dodd just stares at just rubs it with his other hand noticing it won't come off hmm. alright you are now in Drangvit's debt go collect the hands will undo his feet well I'll stay here for now you managed to make it to the surface I'll take that as my chance to leave very well um, Hans is then going to put his stuff in the corner the opposite corner of the room from where the corpse is he collects his things, he puts them onto his belt he just walks past you, keeping an eye out he's not sure if he trusts you just yet and sort of goes back to that large meeting hall and just takes a seat at the table and wraps his fingers on the stone desk there we go that, well, that means he can't do any bad now right? oh uh, no David doesn't mind if people do bad or good as long as they pay their debt that they earn. He has just been given a new lease of life, so he significantly owes a debt, so whatever he chooses to do it, bad or good, he must pay it back. It's an opportunity. Hmm. Maybe you want to explain that a bit more, because it I thought you were making it so he couldn't, like, kill people and do oh, that kind of stuff. Does. Dynvik doesn't care about people being killed. My beautiful, jeez. Money is money, debt is debt, life is life. You can't just stop people from doing evil. If, uh, as, uh, as Uziel has, has passed him in the room, Elden's gonna poke back into the room. Well, there was a lot less screaming than last time, at least. Yes, um... I respect that you uh, have your reservations, and honestly, I do not entirely understand, but it's the better option out of the possibilities, I believe. Mm. Ah, yes. Well. Well, I wonder what this priestess has got on her. I just noticed. <laughs> <laughs> Play a character mode engaged. Aha! Well, I mean, any supplies oh. that will help us on our journey to the surface. It's not like she's going to be using them. You find on her person she is wearing a chain shirt. Oh. She was wielding a masterwork glaive. Hand those in the direction of 
Eldon and Istra because what the hell am I going to do with them? You find a bejeweled book of prayers devoted to the demon lord Baphomet. Oh, that will be going in the baggie of dangerous things. A key. I hand that to Scrutiny. 32 gold pieces. Who's looking after the, the party funds? Uh, it's Elden. Here you go, Elden. Oh, oh thank, thank you. Oh, that's quite a significant sum. You find a potion vial on her, a vial of antitoxin, a wand, and a folded up parchment. Uh, I hand the wand over to scrutiny. Um, who is most likely to get poisoned out of us? Actually, no, hang on. I just handed, uh, I handed it to them. There you go, dear. <laughs> uh, I think he'll immediately uh, go to drink it unless stopped. No, don't, don't just drink it. Just hold on to it for now. So you find uh, other magic items. There is a potion. And the last thing of interest, you find a folded up piece of parchment. Yeah, I'm going to have a look at the parchment. There's, does, it, does it strike me immediately as a scroll or... No, it seems to be a a handwritten note. Would you like to read it out loud What's, for the audience? What's up there? Yes. Uh, Hans will bring out his tiny spectacles and put them on. Uh, Hosilla. Oh, this is this lady. Oh, all right, okay. Uh, you remain for the time being in the Cannabis, but know this, the city's days are numbered. Seek a place of safety. The underground den of the Mongol lackeys should suffice to keep safe from this to keep you safe from the devastation to come. I will shall assume command of Dresden shortly, and once Molesh has finished with the Wardstone, and Canabras is no longer of interest to us, you are to return to my side. Excellent news regarding the salvage of Yaniels Yaniels? Yaniels sword from the museum as well uh, as well bring oh this person doesn't understand how to do uh, sentence structure as well bring it with you or I believe this weapon could be quite useful once we corrupt it before you leave for Dresden stop by the three safe houses Mysterian Manor Topaz Solutions and the Tower of Estrod the past frames remains I've new material for archives for now to ensure no evidence remains behind may Lord Descari and Lord Baphomet watch over you. S.V. Hmm. S.V. Interesting. It sounds like they have several locations around the city that are uh, safe houses for their cultists. They've also stolen a magic weapon from a museum, and they are moving out to Dresden. Uh, oh Interesting. Dear. Interesting. Real quickly, is the name Yaniel, is that familiar to Elden? Make a knowledge history or a knowledge religion check. Uh, I also do the same because it is a sword. Uh, I'm going to go with a religion just because it's my higher role. Yep, that's that's fine for me. I have ranks in none of them, so I do not know. Uh, so that's a 12 on the dice, 17. Okay. You've heard tales of the paladin Yaniel. In the year 4692 AR, soon after the start of the Fourth Crusade, a paladin of Iomade 
a renowned demon slayer named Yaniel, spoke out against the Mendevian Crusaders, accusing them of negligence and sloth, and claiming these faults were what allowed Koramze to invade Kenares and damage the Wardstone. Her accusations cut a little too close to the truth, and in the moment of weakness, her superiors threatened to excommunicate her. Instead, she decided to leave and enter the war wound to fight her own personal crusade, with only her magical sword, Radiance, for company. The church were at first happy to see her go. In the two years that followed, they assumed she had been slain. Yet she returned to Kenebris in the year 4694, leading a small army of crusaders she'd rescued from the war wound. During this time, she had gained new appreciation for the difficult roles the leadership had to play. Oh, so this is like a straight-up artifact. She became sort of a hero of the Fourth Crusade. And when she went on her second personal crusade, taking along an army of crusaders with her, she was defeated by the Lil Two demon Minigo, only a week into it. But she was brought back on her shield to Kenebris as a hero. Her magical sword had lost all of its powers, and was instead placed as a symbol of heroism in the Grey Garrison. But though seven months ago it was stolen, which caused quite an uproar within the crusading armies of Kenebris. Great light of the sword! They've stolen... they've stolen Yaniel's sword! Oh. I believe that's what the, um, what the letter said, yes. Yes, it's, uh, what, uh, it's written here. Is, Yes, yeah. it says it has it. She'd have it with her. So where is it? Um, yeah, she didn't seem to have it on her person, but looking around the room, steel lockbox tucked under the desk. Oh, that's probably what the key goes in. Well, I can get a look if you'd like. Please do scrutiny. If, if this is, if this is the artifact we believe it to be, that. Uh, hold your horses. I mean, it, yeah, you, I think you know it's not really an artifact. It's just a crusader sword. Uh, well, I mean, it's an artifact in the literal sense. Yeah, of it's an yes, artifact to yeah. me. Yeah, that's that's correct. In the academic terms, it's an artifact. I'm too bogged down with rules. So, so to clarify for our viewers, artifacts are actually um, powerful items that characters can get. They they are also really old things in reality. So, yeah. So I'm first use perception to see if this thing is trapped or if this isn't actually the key. Oh dear, uh, that's not great. Twelve. Um, Luckily, it is quite a simple lockbox, and yes, this is the key. And no, it is not trapped. Yeah. All right. Stick the key in. Turn. Okay, with a satisfying click, the lockbox opens. 400 frogs jump out and bite you. I knew it. I knew they'd come back for me. <laughs> <laughs> you find in this lockbox, Scrutiny, mm-hmm. a small leather pouch, two vellum scrolls, and a thin dark wood sword case. Just the case? Just a sword case. Not like a scabbard, like a long... Oh, oh, I see what you mean. Like a... Okay. Um, Right. Well, I take the sword case out. Oh, but be Uh, careful. 
indeed. Um, let me uh, give this a go and try opening it. Open the sword case and lying in the velvet inlay is a fine sword, a long sword, whose blade seems to be made out of a shimmering gold. Oh, cool. And Istra's going to immediately reach over and pick it Close. up. Close! Elden will slap her hand. She's like, no! Gold seems like a rather strange metal to make a blade out of. That's um, very easily. Those of you who have been, been to the Great Garrison, I'm assuming Hans, during his yeah. you know, visits will to Canaveras, will be torn to the museums. Being a, yeah. a child of the Crusades, you've seen this in the museum before it was stolen. This is indeed Yaniel's sword. Oh. Well, to answer your question, Scrutiny, most divine uh, deities and uh, gods of various nature can use gold, uh, similar to silver. Uh, Magic-wise, different metals have a significant meaning, and gold, because of the sheer amount of value humanity, mankind, mortals, puts into it, it tends to end up being powered by div- divine magic. Well, you learn something new every day. Oh, I hope so. That's my job. Well, <laughs> your jobs. It's sort of dull, though, sitting in its case. Yes. Anyway, um, now that we've uh, got that, I pass this over to Elden, as he seems to be the one who will probably be most vigilant with it. He is. Big sword case um, under his arm. We shall return this to the Grey Garrison at once. Can I at um, least just oh, touch it? As, you, no, as, the, no. as the sword case is passed to you, Elden, you feel connection. You know, the history of the Crusade, it runs in your blood, and your mm. faith and I are strong. And as you touch the case, you feel a faint sort of vibration in your hand from the wooden box. Guys, something's happening. Uh, uh, Elden will. Shall I take it from you? I reach out to grab. Elden will hold one hand out in sort of a, a sort of a, a gentle, sort of ceasing gesture, and carefully and slowly open the case again. You open the case. The muted golden blade of the fallen Crusader Yaniel, and as your hands touch it, it begins to shine with a brilliant light. <laughs> And in your hands, Elden Aegis, it becomes a plus one cold iron longsword. Who? Um. Huh. Um. It's not fair. I wanted to touch it first. That belongs in a museum. (laughs) (laughs) You got there before me. (laughs) Whilst normally scrutiny, I'd very much agree with you. I, I think this might be a sign from my Amadei herself. Uh, Wouldn't go that far. Maybe one of the saints. Uh, As he's standing there holding the sword that's glowing like a torch. Well, I mean, I think it's swords some glowing of like torches is not too uncommon. Oh, no, no, that's a, that's a downplay this. This is actually quite spectacular. Let, it is. Uh, uh, hold on. The shimmering golden sword. Um... Yes, do you have okay. questions, Elden? Okay. Um, uh, you may want to put that... This is this is actually, for Elden, an unbelievable fanboy moment. You've got to understand that a relic of his religion, essentially, has just come into his hands by accident, and it's responded to his touch by glowing brightly, and act like what once was dull is now activating magic. 
It's like, oh no, I get. Oh. <laughs> okay, uh, Eldon, you need to, you need to breathe. Chill, <laughs> chill. Not that fast. You're going to hyperventilate. Uh, okay, okay. If if you're going to behave this way, we might have to take it from you. How about this? Just relax. Deep Ooh. breaths. Um. Ah. I mean, this is a lot to take in. Maybe put it back in the box. You're telling me. <laughs> Give it a couple of swings. See what it does. This is really cool. Yes, swing it. Uh, uh, swing it in a more open area. <laughs> As we're in the room. We are currently in a cupboard. <laughs> a long sword with nowhere near enough room to swing it. Yes, I'm just going to... Um, uh, Eldon is going to step out into the large meeting room. <laughs> and do some brief flourishes with this now very bright sword huh yes it swings perfectly you've never held such a more balanced blade in your hand is yet don't worry he's just um he's just going to uh play around with this uh, no need for concern uh just quickly say great day. thank you for this blessing i'm certain i will use it to to further your goals. Lan, Enevia, and Horgus are just looking just awestruck at this sight. It's the sword of Yaniel. Um I can I can see that. You found it. I've never seen it shine with such resplendence. I know. It, it, the, the second I, I, I touched it, it, it began to well glow. I think this might be a sign from the inheritor. She has brought forth the light of the sword. Um, I'm sure we shall put this blessing to good use. Anevia just nods, yes. Ayamade has guided us out of here. It shall help us once again reach the surface. Right. Well, I think we've got almost everything we could think of. Well, let's have a look in this box then. Ooh, let's have a look mm. in this. Uh, two scrolls, a uh, gold pouch, and was there anything more in that letter? Uh, not well, other than the three locations that they talked of where the cultists are hiding out, which I think we should go and have it investigate. And Evia says, What, there's locations above where there's cultists? Yes, uh, what are they? Well, hang on, let me just read it again. Uh, a topaz solutions, a Nestarian manor. <clears throat> Hmm? No, never mind. I don't need to make a um I don't need to make a sense motive check to <laughs> to figure that one out. <laughs> no, it's it's nothing. Just just um, spit it out. If it's uh, going to be a concern, then we need to know now. Tandro Nasirian, he's a colleague of mine. Recently he Borrowed a large sum of money to purchase something. What was he going to purchase? He awkwardly just looks at Anevia and then back to you. He wanted to purchase Irabeth's sword. I did not know or ask why he wanted it or why she was selling it. Remind me, Irabeth, that's... Anevia's wife. Oh! Yeah, come on, Scrooge. Yes! 
I don't know why she would sell it. She never told me anything about it. That sword was in her family for generations. I don't know why she would have sold it. Oh, Arabeth, what have you been doing? Hmm. Wait, but this... Kandro, he... He might be working with the cult of Baphomet. Either that or they're operating out of his home. It's not impossible to do. What were the, what were the other locations? Uh, Topaz Solutions. I'm imagining it's either some sort of mining group or jewelers or something along that line. Anyone familiar with Topaz Solutions? Uh, it must be a shop in town. Is there anywhere else? Uh, somewhere called the Tower of Estrod. Uh, who's had an ear to this, but after his last sort of argument with Olivia has been keeping himself to himself a bit, he he sort of pipes in. The Tower of Estrod. Mm. Ring a bell? Yes, it is an interesting place where a lot of study goes on there. The cult were there. I'd like to see what they've been doing, or very least hear about it from someone else. Regardless, we need to get this information to the Crusaders on the surface as fast as possible. And if we can't get it to them, we have to find out what they've been doing there. Absolutely. We should be as expeditious as we can. All right, well, before we go, what are these last two things, uh, three things in this box? Oh, hello. Oh, yeah, I was so excited by the sword, I totally forgot about the scrolls and the mysterious leather bag. Mm. Uh, well, the two scrolls are spell scrolls, so... Oh, I will hand them this scrutiny, because uh, that's his department. And the bag <laughs> contains a collection of semi-precious stones, a few mm. chips of lapis, uh, lapis lazuli, a couple of bloodstones, and a citrine. And a white pearl. Could you make a, a praise check, please, Hans? A praise? I can definitely give it a go. Uh, Twelve. Yeah, uh, yeah, you could probably sell... Uh, these could be really worth a fair amount. Uh, they aren't proper gemstones themselves, but... Yeah. They look nice. They didn't say much. <laughs> mm. Enough. They probably have some value. Okay, well, we should probably identify those scrolls. Oh, yes, mm. yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, we've got, got a bit of a magic got... item galore there, Scrutiny. You've got a wand, a potion, and two scrolls now. All right. Whoopee! Istra so will begrudgingly hand over the potion. Oh, thank you, there. I have a. Um, I'll cast Detect Magic, uh, because you need to do that, and then it's Spellcraft, right? Yes. Tell you what, I'll do, a, I'll do a, a job lot. Just give me one check, and if it's good enough. Nice, I rolled a 16 plus 9, which is 25! 25. 25. There we go. Okay. There's a potion of invisibility. Okay, I'm very glad she didn't drink that. That would have made a much harder fight. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the wand is a wand of spiritual weapon. Ooh, funky. And the two scrolls you found. The first is a scroll of Bear's Endurance. Okay. Mm. Nice. And the second is a scroll of Remove Disease. Ooh. 
Those are some wonderful, uh, some wonderful spells that you could learn, Scrutiny. I need to check that um, that the Bear's Endurance isn't one of my opposing schools because I can't remember exactly. It's a transmutation. Yeah. Oh, I'm fine with that. And uh, remove disease. That's also transmutation. I don't think that's on the wizard list. Ah. That's just an uninventive mind. We can get it on the wizard's list. Just brace it. <laughs> right, so the remove disease and the spiritual weapon will probably be better for Hans, I assume? What? Would you? Uh, would Hans want those? Uh, the scrolls of, what was it, cure, disease, and... And um, spiritual weapon. Oh, oh, a wand of spiritual weapon. weapon. Oh, a wand of spiritual charges. weapon. Oh yes. So it's a spell where you summon a aspect of your deity's weapon. It appears, and you can command it to attack people. Ah, it, so in your case, one, it would be a pick. Oh, she, she immediately picks. cast it on me when the fight started. Ah, right. Okay. I believe oh. by a flying glaive. Yes. Now I do. Yeah. Um. All right. Uh, I will take those and promptly forget I have them for at least three sessions. <laughs> uh, the potion of invisibility. Is it okay if I nick that? It seems you'd get the best use out of it. Yeah, As Elvin is still flourishing radiance around the room just because he's friggin' enjoying that. It's a kid he's, really he's got a new that, toy. Yeah. He's got a plus one glowing golden resplendent Iomidean longsword. <laughs> Christmas tree. Like this is this is this is like divine action in front of him. He's he's like crying internally, but he's expressing it through many many sword flourishes. May I just quickly ask what caster level are the wand and the scroll? Um, wand's caster level three. So it lasts no, what, three rounds. No, but it's good for the listeners to also hear this. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. And the scroll of remove disease is also caster level three. Oh, and uh, this it says it has, you said you had seven charges. Is that forever? Do they regain them, or is it just no? They don't regain them. That's just okay. forever. You've got f- seven uses of that spell. I think there's a mythic thing that allows you to recharge ones, but I don't know exactly how that works. Yeah, I think that would probably come under what is yeah. it? The You're thinking of um, staves uh, mm. and staves oh. and charges. Right. Okay. Note to self. Get Steve. Mm-hmm. Anyone know where Dresden is? Like a location? Dresden? Like uh, a large local uh, history yes. check. Yes, I, I very much know. Large local? I don't have that. Neither do I. Mm. Knowledge geography? Uh, yeah, or history. Oh, thank God. One of those two. Uh, that'll be a 21 on knowledge history. Oh. Well, Dresden is a stronghold in the mm. kingdom of Sarkoris, the now fallen kingdom, which is now consumed by the world wound. It was founded when the Crusaders from the First Crusade managed to take back portions of Sarkoris, but it was also the city that fell at the start of the Second Crusade. Um, with that in mind, I'm a, do you, do you, the compass-wise, is that to the west of us? It's to the north of you. Okay. Northeast. 
Okay. So, well, Dresden itself is an old fortress that belonged to the city that the Crusaders founded when they went back into the world's wound and tried and took it back, but uh, it fell. So, that's going to be a pain to get to. Well, perfect help for cultists. I've mm. been there. Oh. Oh. Scrutiny, what is your second name? Just to check really quickly. No reason. Um, my second name is... Let me look at my character sheet. <laughs> uh, it's that thing where somebody asks you your name and for a second you go, wait, what is it again? <laughs> my name is Scrutiny Mulry. Oh, okay. No worries. No, it's... Um, well... On that note, uh, yes, I, I'm assuming you're alluding to the SV in the note. Yes, Hans yeah. wasn't slowly reaching for his pickaxe. No. Uh, make a knowledge local or history check once again. Uh, history. Oh, I can do history. I've uh, never met anyone with the name SV before. That's well, that's a three on the dice, so that's four. <laughs> uh, that was a five, so that's going to be a 19. No, 14. <laughs> 14. <laughs> No, 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 you're not no, no, sure. No, no. Like, you, you think SV, Dresden, there's something there, but it, it just escapes you. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Any of you guys, SV? No. SV mean anything? No. And? No, 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 nothing that I can think of. Oh, do you know what? I just remembered something. Hans. Yes? At the beginning of the battle, you told me to tell you that it worked. I think you were referring to one of your artifacts or something. You said to remind you that it worked. Oh. You said you wanted to take a note or something. Oh, yes, thank you. I have to take a note of that. It actually worked. Excellent. Excellent. Yes. Totally remembered. Good work. <laughs> Back to playing with sword. <laughs> Back to swording. <laughs> Well, you found quite a lot there, my friends. Uh, but this route does not lead you to the surface. No. Uh, we should probably check out that other hole. Anyone good at swimming? Hang, hang on. Uh, Hmm. Which way do we go to get to the surface? There's a passage to a trophy room, which is guarded by two cultists. There, there is a ladder that leads down into a corridor that will lead you to a maze which guards the way to the route to the surface. Alright then. Be warned though. Hosilla left some guardians there. Are they more dangerous than Hosilla? I do not know. Because if they're not, they're being we'd be sorted. would be actually pretty easy, I got to admit it. Hey, what about the one that went up, the thing in that room, the rope that goes up? Uh, that was the one he was on about. Oh. Yeah. What about the rope that goes down into, into like a pool? Yeah, I think it went into a pool. I've never been <laughs> in that direction. I couldn't tell. Oh, he's totally talking about the two cultists that we just mugged really, really hard. Ah, they were fine. You're saying that in the room that he's in next to him. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'll be honest, I don't think he cares. Well, uh, that's fair. Alright, well, Uzio, we'll leave you here. Have a lovely uh, second chance at life. Remember, debts need to be collected. Come on, everyone. Yes, yes, pay it forward. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
perhaps give well to someone else. Exactly. See you later. Making your way back through this meeting chamber, the guard post where you defeat the four Mongol men, through to the room with that ranger, back through the trophy room. There is the option of the ladder, a ladder in a hole that goes down, or oh. that corridor with a just a rope that leads to a pool of water, and the sound of a roaring echo. Right. Um, well. I believe we're not going to the waterway because that way. Um, uh, you, Scrumpy, are you any good at swimming? Who are you talking to? <laughs> the, the tiefling, the one with the horns. Uh, oh, I sorry, I thought I misheard you. I thought you said Grumpy. Never mind. I, I thought you said Grumpy as well. Yeah, see. No, she definitely said Scrumpy, which is Scrumpy. a type of cider. Oh. I'll have some cider if cider is going. So I just go full West Country on you with the cider. (laughs) You are, you are. (laughs) So we're taking no context for our our American listeners. You're not allowed context. (laughs) Hold of you to assume there are any American listeners yet. (laughs) If there are, we treasure you. Exactly. As we treasure all our listeners. Mm hmm. So let's uh, head down the ladder to the maze. No, we're going swimming. You just want to go swimming. Literally, you cannot. Okay. All right. Literally, Istra is going to go down there no matter what. So. Okay. uh, I guess. And this is where Uh, we leave, and Istra is never seen again. Istra's going down the hole. Istra, we have a path to the surface. Please don't drown this close to escape. But there might be something in there. No, no, wait. You should go to the surface, Istra, climbing down the rope. Mm -hmm. Istra already like, sorry, I can't hear you. I'm down the hole. (laughs) Classic RPG logic. If we know the exit, try all the other paths. Don't worry about it. We get to see a, a great dwarf's notes in action. Have you ever heard of Darwin? (laughs) <laughs> Charles Charles Darwin the greatest dwarf <laughs> druid to ever live <laughs> dwarf druid wizard sounds right yeah so, that's about it down this, this <sighs> rope uh, to a, a, sh- a fairly well by any means shallow pool it's up to your upper thighs as you sort of step into it Seems to be a pool connected to a larger underground river that flows here down here. Can I see? Have you satisfied your curiosity yet, Istra? There's a river going somewhere. Oh, that could be taking you to an underground source of water. Or alternatively, deeper into the caverns. Well, to be I'm fair, sure. we stood. We didn't didn't, Sorry, didn't try going into the underworld. We could try that. Mm-hmm. Let's, let's avoid the dark. Splashing down around here, Istra. You're attracting attention of the denizens of this pool. Leech time. Congratulations, Istra. You got attacked for no reason. Uh, XP is the reason, and I want level three. <laughs> wow. <laughs> As two long fish with muscular bodies and the head filled with long, sharp teeth burst through the surface of this pool swimming at you. Uh, I'd like everyone to roll initiative for me, please. Oh, God. <laughs> oh wonderful. 
Well, it was nice knowing you. Where will you're the one who's about to get eaten by fish? It's fine. I'm happy with that. It's a good way to go. Goodness gracious me! Twelve. I need to roll for initiative. Uh, that is eight plus one. That's nine. That's a nineteen. Well, that is incredibly auspicious. So national one. National one, natural national, national one. one. <laughs> All for one, one for one. <laughs> I'm sorry, did you say they rolled a natural one? Yeah. History, you want to get out of there. Rowan, you want to get out of there. Their initiative bonus is plus eight. No, we'll start with history as these two fish are swimming at you. I can knowledge nature and attack them, right? Yeah. Uh, so let me look at my knowledge nature boner. I like to think in the oh, recording actually, this will be noted as unnecessary fish battle. Unnecessary <laughs> fish battle is yes. Hang on. Sorry. Uh, I don't you should be. 19, so that's an 18 to know what these things are. Okay, these um, are creatures known as gars. They are predatory fish, usually. Um, Found in rivers and lakes, including this underground one here. Luckily, you're facing one of the regular cars, not one of the giant types. Oh, nice! Mm. I was just saying, that's that... just a regular, real-life fish. Gar <laughs> 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 is a fish, yes. I did not know that. I, uh, Stephen, failed knowledge. Nature. Uh, sorry, oh, about I would have loved it then if it was just like, oh, you pass your knowledge check. It's a salmon. <laughs> I mean, that essentially is what happened. It's a gar. That's the fish that you can actually catch in real life. Really? I didn't know that. Yeah. yeah. Um, Should watch more Rob's Surprisingly Green. massive. Can oh, I? Do they taste the... good? <laughs> um, I, mean, that's, I don't that's, know that's if they're edible. That's a real question right there. I mean, they yes, look hungry. Good. Can I try to change their attitude by throwing some food in? <laughs> Oh, you have, by climbing down the rope. Uh, <laughs> true. Do you have animal handling? I do have handle animal, yes. Oh, that's why I'm, tra- I'm trying to say yeah, that the, the way I'm trying to handle them is giving some food. Roll, come on, come on, roll good, roll good. Okay, that's a 19 plus 7, 26. <laughs> As you quickly grab some rations from your pouch and just scatter it into the water... Their attention is diverted to an easier source of food. It's okay, they were just hungry. Right, well, now that we've got that resolved, get out of there. Istra, stop bothering the fish. What if there's something down here? There is, there is something down there, there's fish. Don't tap the glass. Make a perception (laughs) check, please, Istra. Oh, I actually have a rank. No, I don't have a rank. I have some bonus to it. So uh, that is a 14. So a 17. 17. No, there's nothing really interesting down here. Oh, all right then. And she's going to pet a fish and then climb back up. <laughs> a fish just bites your hand off. Oh, okay. You guys that said you wanted fun. to clear out this place of threats. I stopped a yes. threat. I fed the fish. Okay. Uh, equally, equally, they weren't a threat. 
they're bound to the water. He's got you there. She does look like she's going to say something and then just goes to stop because it's like, a, a, oh no, that's a good point, actually. <clears throat> well, right. Now that that's done, shall we head to the labyrinth that will lead us to the surface? Oh, I always do love a good puzzle, yes. Uh, does anyone have, like, a towel or anything? Oh, uh, no. No, no, you're, you're, no, we you're... don't, actually. Mm. Ooh, wait, wait. I do have this. I pull out a handkerchief. <laughs> oh, thank you. There you go. I took it off one of the dead people. Oh, that <laughs> explains the blood. Hmm. I don't think you can get drier if you use that, but you might get a little bit redder. Mm. Right, well, shall we make a move for the labyrinth? Yeah, so... I the maze. All right. Into the crystal maze. If we meet a bald guy who's there talking about his mother, I'd be very displeased. <laughs> yeah, I was so, trying so hard not to bring up the crystal maze. It was acting on myself. I'm glad someone else did. In the trophy room, a rusty iron ladder leading down into a hole. Right. Go first? Well, I'll go first. Uh, and Elden will climb down the ladder. An old iron ladder bolted into the wall and covered in rust leads down to a hole in the south of this foul-smelling room. It's dark in here, but as you have a torch, or do you have Yaniel sword radiance? I mean, he'll have Yaniel sword out now. As the light cast from the blade illuminates this room, the floor is covered with filth and the walls are cracked and rugged. As three enormous rats start bearing down on you. And we'll see you next week. It's Dan, and that was a great episode. I'm looking so forward to seeing where it takes us. The new magic sword, the fish that were actually just fish, and the rat, and the possibility of this maze labyrinth. I'm looking forward to it, and I hope you are too. Anyway, we got to thank some people. First off, Social Introvert on SoundCloud. Their theme tune is the best, and they do some great work. Please look them up. Second, Sirenscape. All our extra special effects, our sound effects, atmospheres, all come from them. They are some of the best in the business. If you're not using them, think about using them. I'm going to start moving away from that and let you know that we will be back next Monday. If you have listened to our previous episodes, please continue to listen. If you've rated us, please continue to rate us. And if you have any feedback, please let us know because we want to make it better for you and ourselves. Finally, if you have done all those things and you've got some extra time, Pass this over to a couple of friends. See what they think of the show. It's always better to do it in groups. Anyway, see you next Monday. <laughs>